Hello, my friends, and welcome to Daily Bible Reading, where we are chronologically going through the entire Bible in one year. Today's reading for March 3rd is Numbers chapters 18 through 20, and it begins with God sharing with Aaron and his sons how the Levites are to be provided for, and they're to be provided for based on the tithes, they're to receive the tithes from the rest of Israel. They're not to work. They're to be focused on God's kingdom and God's presence and the sacrifices and making atonement and doing all of those things to keep the people spiritually healthy. And then we're told that they are to give of the tenth that they receive, they are to give a tenth to the Most High God. So there's provision there. And even what God's people are given, he expects them to give back to him. And I love, there are a couple of verses that really jumped out at me in chapter 18. In the second part of verse 7, God speaking, I am going to give you the work of the priesthood as a gift. Could also be translated, you are to perform this service, this priestly service, a gift of your priesthood I grant. Isn't it kind of God to put things in our hearts and then allow us to partner with him to achieve those things? Psalm 37, 4 says, delight yourself in the Lord, Yahweh, and he will give you the desires of your heart. He's kind like that. He loves to give good gifts. Verse 20, Yahweh told Aaron, you will not have an inheritance in their land. There will be no portion among them for you. I am your portion and your inheritance among the Israelites. So when you go into the promised land, you're not gonna have this special section. God says, I am your special section. What could possibly be better than that, right, Aaron? Mm. Chapter 19 talks about the purification ritual that would take place. And I wonder, when you read this, was did anything jump out at you? The thing that jumped out at me was how they had to be cleansed on the third day, the unclean person, and then again on the seventh day, and then after the seventh day, they would be made clean again. Why the third and the seventh? I know both of them reflect aspects of God's character. We know there's the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. We know that there are beings around the throne of God crying out, holy, 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 three times. Seven refers to completion, like seven days in a week. The sevenfold spirits of God, the seven churches in Revelation, both numbers really reflect aspects of God's character and his holiness. But is there something I'm missing? Tell me, tell me. What jumped out at you? I'd love to hear your comments. Unclean person on the third day and on the seventh day is to be sprinkled and then he'll wash his clothes and bathe in water and be clean by evening. That's verse 19, Numbers 19, 19. Hmm. 
almost a picture of baptism, isn't it? Being immersed, being cleansed, having their sins washed away. Interesting. And then in chapter 20, Moses, 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 Moses finally loses it. People are traveling again. They go into the wilderness of Zin. Once again, the Israelites are complaining, Moses, there's no water here. We're going to die here. This place is evil. They actually say the place is evil. And they're grumbling against Moses. Again, Moses falls face down. He prostrates himself before the Lord, before God, before Yahweh. He is not going to allow those people to draw him into sin. He just goes to God in prayer, gets his attitude right so he doesn't respond in anger. Aren't you ever tempted to respond in anger when people do things that are offensive to you? <laughs> I am. And I'm just like, God, I need you. It's so so ironic how I'm reading this and just blown away by the humility of Moses, how he intercedes for these people who are trying to kill him. And then when something offensive happens to me in my life, that's really completely and totally insignificant, but it just rubs me the wrong way. I want to call down fire from the sky. <laughs> because I'm such a hypocrite in here and I'm trying to change. God, change me. God, change me. I was talking with another friend this morning. The two witnesses in Revelation, the law and the prophets. Moses represents the law. Elijah represents the prophets. And Moses is interceding for the people. No, God, don't kill him. No, God, please don't kill him. And Elijah was calling down fire from the sky and consuming his enemies. Hmm. Both re re represent aspects of the kingdom of heaven. But there's no water. And so M Moses prays and God says, go and speak to the rock. Moses and Aaron are to speak to the rock. With everybody watching, to go to this big rock and start talking to it and commanding water to come out of it. God says, this will be the sign to the people. Let the people see that you, Moses, can command a rock and make water come out of it. But what did Moses do? He struck it twice with his staff and the water gushed out. But that's not what God told him to do. And because of that, now Moses is told, you're not going to enter the promised land either, Moses because of your disobedience, because of your lack of faith. And in that, all of a sudden, it makes relating to Moses a whole lot easier for me. But my heart breaks for him too. Numbers 18 through 20, friends. God bless you guys. Thank you for being on this journey with me. See you tomorrow.